Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey! Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to... Violating Community... Guidelines. With... Brittany. And Sarah Shower. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be talking about e-boys and e-girls. You guys... If you've ever even, like, downloaded TikTok, should know. Yeah, exactly what an e-boy is or e-girl. So, that's been the episode. Thank you guys really for joining us. Um, I really am excited about this because I've done an e-girl makeup tutorial before. Yeah, was it like, um, what what was the look? I mean, like, so what did you do with your eyes and your face? Um, way too much black eyeliner, uh, sparkly, um, overlined my lips to the point where it was concerning yeah um blush looked like i had uh rosacea yeah and then freckles that looked unnatural yeah i mean i do like this kind of like sunburnt look that a lot of like e-girls have i'm just so pink already yeah not a good look (laughs) yeah and i feel like the placement is so specific that if you even like move it like half an inch down you just look like you look like you walked up a pair, like a flight of steps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just generally flushed. Yeah, like poop speckles on your face after you sweated <laughs> walking upstairs. I was going to say E-boys and E-girls is just boys and girls with an E-chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> no, E stands for... Oh, wait, what is E? Like, uh, E, uh... Because it wouldn't be I-boys and I-girls? Electronic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're from the internet. Yeah. E-girls. E-boys. Um, so a little bit about them, e-girls and e-boys is slang that combines the words electronic, oh, there we go, with girl or boy. Generally, the label represents people who have a large presence online and tote a specific style influenced by skate culture, goth, k-pop, and cosplay. There was a big debate a while back that was like, like the goth community shitting on the e-girl and e-boy community because it's like... The cutesy bootsy version uh-huh. of it, of like goth and emo. Yeah. And they definitely draw inspiration from both of those communities and have turned it into this like overtly sexual, mm-hmm. like anime inspired. 
And it's also this yeah. weird thing that we always touch on with internet shit where the goal is to make yourself look younger than you are. Yeah. Like, it's something inherently juvenile about being an e-girl or e-boy. Yeah. That is true. Um, I know that, like, which is kind of crazy because, so, goth, I think, is a, one of the subgenres of, like, an alt. And I looked mm. up, like, the uh, different subcultures of alt. There's, like, cyber goth gothic lolita <laughs> yes no. cyber goth um gothic lolita steampunk emo scene skate punk hipsters soft grunge and then you also have e-boy and e-girl so i mean like while goth i mean they e-girl and e-boy is like drawing inspiration from like the alt community and i i actually would consider it alt i don't know why they would be so um i don't know turned off by e-girl or e-boy culture i don't know if it's turned off it's just like what the like condescending shake of the head? Yeah, these children. Yeah, um, steampunk is crazy. It is. I I see myself in some alternate reality being a steampunk adult. That reminds me of what is it like Mad Max, like Fury Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do think it's kind of like fun. There's it seems like only like guys do steampunk though. You know, no, like with the no. with the goggles and the top hat. Yeah, but no, the girls are in like those crazy eighteenth or nineteenth century little kitten heels and corsets yeah. with like the plague doctor beak. Obsessed. <laughs> Casual plague doctor beak. Yeah, just going to fucking Ralph's, going to the grocery store. You're trying to get in your Prius and your plague doctor beak keeps hitting the side of the door. <laughs> That is so funny. Imagine like, you know, there's when we used to do like drive through COVID tests. Yeah. Like they're like you have to take or they like <laughs> put it all the way the beak. through the mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, my herbs. You know, <laughs> you know that's what it is. Herbs. If any of you guys don't know what a plague mask is, plague doctor mask. Yeah. It's it resembles the beak of like a toucan and it's a mask that you put on with goggles. And it was for doctors to treat bubonic plague yeah. uh patients. And at the end of the beak, inside, there are like herbs and things to mask the scent of the decaying skin oh god during the bubonic plague or like dealing with all the corpses i plague mask i thought it was like a filter i mean a a smell filter but i thought it was like mainly like a germ filter thing i know that they didn't probably know that much about germs yeah zero actual knowledge about uh germs when i think about dude the obviously the pandemic sucked but when i think about the plague that shit must have lasted forever it did like how absolutely foul human like especially like white people were back then oh we would have been the first to go i know why did we not all die out yeah that is actually insane to me damn it wiped out what third of the population Uh, but how long was the bubonic pit like yeah bubonic plague that the black death is what it was called yeah it was lovingly (laughs) it was five years um, from 1347 to 1352, and 25 million people died. 25 million people? That is crazy. And that was a lot back then. That shit wiped out Europe. Yeah, that was like half a billion <laughs> <laughs> back then. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> 25 million, that's like... <laughs> billion. No, I mean, like, there weren't as many people back then, you know? It's a quarter of a billion people. <laughs> dude, and when, like, people used to, like, die at 35. Oh, yeah. That is so cr- Dude, people, you could, like, um, you could get, like, a hangnail that's infected, and you're like, oh, well, there I go. Yeah. Like You leave behind seven children. You're 17, by the way. Dude, that is, it, like, the, the random shit that people could die for. Like, it would be so easy to die back in the old days. Oh, yeah. And now your children have to marry each other <laughs> and take a... <laughs> And take over the potato farm. 
That is so upsetting. Oh, oh my God. People would just shit in the streets, too. Yeah. There was no sewage. There was no Dude, waste control. The um the old-timey, like, British houses where they had, like, the fucking thing, the... I don't know. It's like a ledge for like outside, like, uh, yeah. out of the house, and there's just a hole. So your, <laughs> your poop just like drops like through the hole. I do that off of our balcony. <laughs> but imagine like your kids are playing. That literally like too bad. So embarrassing. Oh, dude, it's pooping in buckets and then throwing it into the street sounds really satisfying. Yeah, you told me one time that like the perfume department is at the front of the yeah. store because it smelled like such rancid shit. Yeah. Dude, uh, but the, the idea of perfume and poop smell would just honestly make me sick all the time. Me after a shower. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you smell like poop after the shower? <laughs> Shit, shower gel. <laughs> um, wait, yeah, back to e-girls and e-boys. I was actually looking at the, but you said steampunk. There's like cyber goth and all this stuff. Uh, there was emo. And did you know that emo and scene are not, are not the same? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm so dumb. I was a Hot Topic kid. Really? I know the difference. I think the only time I shopped at Hot Topic was to get, like, band t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought I was seen for a hot second. Remember those, like, the girls who had their hair teased up to here with, the, like, shitty layers? And, and the raccoon, like, yes! sort of thing? Yeah. I wanted to be her, dude. <laughs> I still think about it. Why don't you do a tutorial like that? Like, turn yourself into that. That'd be My kinda... hairstylist would kill me. I oh, come yeah. out with just like a pink strip. Yeah. <laughs> can't get it out. And it's like black underneath. <laughs> and they're like, why would you do this? There's also, I think the funnest one is pastel goth, where it's like black yeah. and like pastel colors. And there's also a witch house. See, now, what is witch house? Witch house is uh, a trend that emerges. It's, um, it's a blend of hip hop, industrial, goth, and a precursor to trap music oh that is so slay i'm looking up some of these pictures oh yeah it's what it sounds like it's just witch goth there's uh, it's everything which is goth tacked onto the end yeah so i guess i guess goths like are goths like the main category of alt i would say it's in the umbrella everything stems from that yeah when you get emo and scene and what a cyber goth all that like it's all yeah. under the overarching umbrella of alternative macabre dark. yeah I think goth is like Catholicism when it comes to alt. Exactly. Like they're just like the most established like old ones. Steampunk are the Episcopalians. Yes, they are. They're gay. They're all <laughs> gay as hell. <laughs> I think, you know what is an offshoot of this? It isn't necessarily goth, but it's something that I definitely used to be a part of is the obsession with vintage. Yeah. But I don't mean just like, I got this at the thrift store. Yeah. I mean like dressing like you're from the 50s oh dude yeah what is that like those those girls who like have like pin up like pin curls. yes pin up girls yeah 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 i used to be that i used to love that shit the red lip and then like well you do do beauty marks like still yeah well mm -hmm. i just darken what i already have but i yeah. used to yeah drawing on the marilyn monroe one doing your hair up in the pin curls wearing the like like the corsetry and the dresses from the 50s like yeah. housewife core and then i didn't necessarily do 50s but there was a time, literally, like, beginning of the pandemic where I thought I was, like, from the 70s. Yeah. Or, like, these big pants, the, like, nasty. Yeah. Um, what's that? Uh, pl uh, uh, nasty. It's the pattern that's on ties sometimes. Uh, plaid? No. Paisley? Paisley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Paisley everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. You look and like a Vera Bradley bag. <laughs> <laughs> a walking Vera Bradley bag. Do you remember Vera Bradley lunchboxes? Um, no, but I had a bunch of Vera Bradley shit because in South, you? yeah. True. I never, I never did. Really? Yeah. I, I was more on the jewelry side. Oh, I yeah. still wear James Avery. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Brighton. You ever have Brighton? Mm-mm. Yeah. I did do a lot of like costume jewelry, like the bulbs, yes. like the, that sort of thing. Yeah, all the yeah. time. I thought they were going to come back and I just kept them all, but I, I have to throw them away. They will one day and it'll be camp and you'll be like, thank <laughs> yes. God I kept these. Yes. Um, wait, so e-girls and e-boys, uh, sometimes collectively known as e-kids, bruh, are a youth subculture <laughs> of Gen Z that emerged in the late 2010s, notably popularized by the video sharing app TikTok. In its evolution of emo scene and mall goth fashion combined with Japanese street fashion such as anime, cosplay, kawaii, and Lolita fashion. And uh, well, Lolita fashion is a crazy, mm-hmm. crazy thing. Do you know the story of Lolita? Well, it's like, uh, isn't it uh, an old guy I fell in love with a little girl? She was 12. Yeah. And then, oh my god, I just watched this whole like analyses of Lana Del Rey's discography. Yeah. And how people like really gave her shit about the whole sexualization and like romanticization of Lolita Uh in her music but she's so smart because it's been this whole evolution of like like that was ideal and now she's grown out of it and like one of her recent lyrics is like you goddamn man child where it used to be like she was and he was daddy and now it's so crazy to think that with the cancel culture that we exist in how this is something that's like desirable yeah lolita fashion yeah what is lolita fashion i think maybe it's probably it's probably originally influenced by like this sort of lolita concept but i think it's evolved into something else where like it's no longer i don't think it's it's dressing like a little girl yep well that can be you know troubling worrying it is troubling but how much of that overlaps with like because there's so many aesthetics and cores and all that have yeah. you seen that website what gotta look it up the core website yes i have not seen it i assume it's just like a breakdown of like alt and like their subgenres. yeah it's like the same with like edm like if someone's like i this is edm and i'm like is this like it's like there's like drum and bass and there's like techno and it's like you get lost I, in it i couldn't the changes are so subtle but like each person in the community knows that this is this is drum and bass, this is techno, this is, uh, I don't know anymore. Those are the only two. It's that you have to be in it to understand all the intricacies of it. Yeah. Or like healthcare. This is a toe, this is a leg. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. That's actually a pretty apt comparison. (laughs) I don't know bullshit about healthcare. Oh my god! I tried to get my IBS checked out. It is. Um, There's no hole right there. Thank you. <laughs> That's what she said. Tried to get my IBS checked out. Turns out uh, you have to go to a gastroenterologist. Yeah. Next available appointment. It's August something today. Made this appointment in late July. Is November. Holy shit! I have to wait four months with gut rot. Yeah. Before the fucking doctor will see me. So that's super sick. Yeah. Usually a specialist is like really hard to come by oh my gosh okay so we're looking at this website that's called what aesthetics aesthetics.fandom.com it's a wiki page this okay. is all the core category core suffixes category is core dot fandom adventure core angel core anime core baby core barbie core bastard core it's <laughs> <laughs> where you have a stepfather <laughs> and you dress like it <laughs> Everything you wear suggests that you don't have a... a (laughs) That you're a bastard child of a political figure. There's bimbo core. I like bimbo core. Yeah, bimbo core slays. Uh, Camp core. It's where you just wear a lot of camp rock merch. (laughs) Clown core, cottage core. Oh my gosh. What's crazy is, like, okay, knowing all these exist... Yeah. Why is it that some of them rise to prominence? There's some fun ones in here that feel like this is untapped potential, guys. Well, I think for the ones that like get super popular is like there's a lot of ways you can like style it. Like similar to like how like a lot of these are like they overlap a lot. Uh I feel like it's very, very hard to like stay true to one. And so the ones that rise that are popular are completely like unique in themselves. Uh, Fair. Also, if you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Do you How know, would you describe it? Like the difference between like someone who is goth and like someone who is like seen. Um, you know, like that goth is like heavily like black, like very like gothic. You know, <laughs> so black it's like, hair. Oh, like, they're goth. But then seen can be colorful, and it's like you know that hair from like the 2010s of like you know sideswept bang, and they're like it's like colorful. It's you'd have to, you'd have to look at it at, on a picture. But yeah, it's like different types of alternative. I'm looking up what does core mean in fashion. Here we go. That makes sense. Core, a core is a niche fashion trend often born from social media that revolves around a very specific visual aesthetic. That is, that's pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about e-girls and e-boys, it fits under this. And I feel like we both wanted to do this topic because it's so specific to TikTok. Yeah. Not saying that, this concept didn't exist before TikTok, but it definitely wasn't popularized mm-hmm. until TikTok. And also, <clears throat> how much of this is, 
you know, I've always been this, like, this is my aesthetic, I'm known for this, versus, like, you see it on TikTok and you want to try it. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. There's so much animosity. It's crazy how, like, people get so mad at, like, okay, so I understand if, like, someone didn't dress, like, alt- like growing up and then they adopt like adopt an alt style. I don't know why that's such a bad thing. I don't know either because Or maybe it's sorry, wait, separately. Yeah. I understand how it could be a bad thing if like a lot of um like alt communities are like politically charged where like if they're like sort of rebellious like or like um like grunge, it's like you sort of believe in like it's like anti-capitalism. Sure. So if you're buying into this alternative style but you don't subscribe to the politics of the fashion, it's like you shouldn't be wearing the fashion and I I understand that. Yeah. But I mean, if if you dress a certain way and then you walk the walk and talk the talk, like I yeah. assume it, it'd be totally fine if you were just basic in high school. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, too, is, um, you know, socially like I grew up with really strict parents. Mm-hmm. Like if I would have walked out of the house in my fucking yeah. like cyber goth witch core, they would have yeah. been like go up and change and wipe that shit off your face. That reminds me of, like, there was this meme that I saw the other day. It's like, if you see, like, a, like a screamo band and their guitarist looks like a normal nerd, <laughs> you know you're going to die in the mosh pit. <laughs> There's always, like, that one member of the band who's, like... So normal. So, like, just glasses, like, brown hair, and, yeah. like, you like, he's... How could he possibly... Yeah. He's killed someone. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He's the most crazy person, but, yeah, I mean... If you if you couldn't physically dress that way growing up, it makes sense why you would start to dress that way when you're older. I guess actually, yeah, the I understand why they're upset now. The core of a lot of alternative styles is also a political. It's like a belief system. Sure. And so if you're like a Republican and you're alt, it like it doesn't make sense because you're supposed to be like anti-establishment, yeah. like anti-establishment, that right. sort of thing. You're a walking contradiction, and they will get rid of you. Yeah. So I understand in that way. But yeah, there's so many different cores. Is there's gothcore, which I assume is goth the shorthand for gothcore. I assume they just add core uh, to everything. I don't know. Trashcore is a good one. <laughs> trashcore. Common visuals associated with trashcore are decaying, decayed buildings, trash, moldy scenery, old antiques, vintage artworks, and anything that could generally be considered trashy, destroyed, or hideous. Key motifs, raccoons, possums, <laughs> trash, abandoned buildings, feces, urine, rats, mold, sewers, <laughs> slop, vomit. <laughs> I like slop. Slop. <laughs> Big slop. Snails, slugs, warthogs? <laughs> but Sick. I mean, this does make sense. We it's, should we should do a quiz. It's What's re- our core? It's related to goblin core and liminal spaces. I love liminal spaces. Yeah. So you kind of relate to this. But I um so the videos by E Girls and E Boys tend to be flirtatious and many times overtly sexual. Um eye rolling and protruding tongues, a facial expression known as a higo. Higo oh. imitating climaxing are common. Oh, ew. Oh, you know, yeah, so apparently I mean I understand why you would hate them for that if your face looks like you're coming and everyone's like, Why are you doing that right now? Why are you coming all the time? Yeah. Why is that <laughs> your go to face? <laughs> Um, I'm, I am burp core in your cat hair core. Yeah. <laughs> just cover. It's just like dressing normal, but I'm covered in cat yeah. hair. <laughs> and it has to be in a way that isn't on purpose. Mm. Um, according to Business Insider, the terms are not gender specific, instead referring to two separate styles of fashion, stating that while the e-boy is a vulnerable soft boy and embraces skate culture, the e-girl is cute and seemingly innocent. Um, Sounds about right, you fucking weirdos. Mm-hmm. Men are allowed to be damaged, but when women are damaged, you throw them away. We're damaged and we can't skateboard. 
Um, <laughs> Mentally ill, can't even do an ollie. Dude, I have you ever dated a skateboarder? No. I have. That was like his entire, I don't know. Yeah, it's their whole personality. It was the, his whole personality. Yeah. It was it was crazy to me. Yeah, that video of the surfer who's like, Hey, you turn it off. Yeah. You have to learn how to speak that when talking to him. I can talk to, okay, when it comes to board sports, you have to get people alone. Like, <laughs> if, if you want to talk, like, okay, so if you want to flirt with, like, someone who skates, you have to get them by themselves. Because when they're with their friends, it's just, like, something, like, you can't understand yeah. who they I are. I fucking do. Bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> they start to enunciate the further they get from their friends. <laughs> it's almost like the orb of confusion. <laughs> the farther they get out to sea, the less they can speak English. <laughs> There's something so in I there's something so insanely stressful about people who surf. Like yeah. I know that it's relaxing, but like it's just How? All, it's the most time like you have to invest so much time in this like sport. I mean, I guess you have to invest every like time in every sport. Getting into the wetsuit takes half the time. Yeah. Yeah. And in the morning and like you have to paddle out in the middle of the ocean and they're Dude. like it's worth it. It's like is it worth it? I think I have thalassophobia. Uh-huh. Like, just the ocean in general, terrified. Yeah. I, I am scared. Yeah, I'm scared of, like, sharks and other people. Yeah. What if I fall off the board and people see me? Right. What if your asshole comes out? Yes. What if Sarah, Sarah and I filmed this video one time <laughs> for something, and we were out by our pool in her apartment, and <laughs> she adjusted her bottoms, full-on flashed the camera her hole. Yeah, you could see my butthole, and I descended to my editor, and she's, I was like, can, if you, I, I just sent all the clips together, but I was like, there's going to be one clip where you can see my full butthole. Can you not include that just in like the video? Yeah. If I said that to Stan, He'd block me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, I show my hole on my nips for like yeah. half a second, just blur it. He's like, I quit. Yeah. Thankfully, Courtney, I love you, Courtney. But um, Courtney's a slur. Yeah, she is. So we're gonna talk about the origin. It um originated uh wait, although the origin of the terms e-girl and e-boy are unknown, definitions for both go back to 2009 on on Urban Dictionary, and he included something for e-pussy. <laughs> he said e-pussy is a crazy term. What is e-pussy? Let me see that. <laughs> Let me see that. Wait, no, no, no. It says um, uh, e-girl, girl who plays video games and says she's just a gamer, usually never the Slay. case. Uh huh. Also also relatively bad at video games, but guys still want that e-pussy. And then e-pussy's definition is socially challenged internet pussy. They suck up to girls, uh, kiss their asses over message boards and chat rooms when they obviously could no. never talk to them in real life. No, an e-pussy is not, no. No, it's oh, it's not describing an actual pussy. It's a man exactly. who's, who's a pussy. Yeah, like no. some. It says some motherfucker that gets no bitches and talks to girls <laughs> online for shit. nudes and asks to show me some e pussy. <laughs> the example is horny mofo, bro. I, I want to beat my meat and I need that e pussy. <laughs> oh, men are so vile. Holy Dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So e boy was defined by Lord- wait. Can we take the court? quiz what sentence i texted it to you oh we're gonna take a core quiz which core aesthetic i'm gonna get basic core something like that sarah start the quiz um pick a verb to explore to feel to be to laugh to breathe to live to shout to cry to love to become what are you choosing sounded like a shakespeare quiz i'm going to do to laugh i'm gonna do yeah i'm gonna do to laugh too 
uh, pick a scent. Red wine, sea salt, fresh air, sugary cupcakes, wet grass, Ooh. flower bouquet, gasoline, <laughs> morning <laughs> dew, and plastic. I'm going to say gasoline. <laughs> I'm going to say sea salt. A little musk. Pick an adjective. Vast, ominous, quiet, fresh, loud, or passionate. Ominous. Wait, are you choosing ominous? Yeah. Wait, no, I'm going to choose um, passionate. Uh, pick a sound. Snapping fingers, crackling fire, clocks ticking, rain falling, crickets chirping, or typing on a keyboard. 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 <laughs> typing on a keyboard. <laughs> what are you choosing? Rain falling. I'm going to do uh, crackling fire. Uh, pick a forbidden snack. Chalk, salt Ooh. lamp, plastic beads, bath bombs, lipstick, those little pieces of glass you find at the beach. How come there's not human skin for you? <laughs> <laughs> I like a chalk, salt lamp, bath bombs. Uh, Who wants to eat glass? Uh, I'll do, um, no, do the salt lamp. You've talked about it multiple times. How <laughs> I want to lick a salt lamp. Um, <laughs> there's no human skin. <laughs> I'm going to do lipstick oh, as I definitely like. Yeah, I'll do the salt lamp. Uh, pick a body part, legs, hands, mouth, hips, eyes. Your. <laughs> Is e pussy on here? <laughs> Um, I assume it's the one that you think is the best legs. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say my legs. No, my, my hands. I'm going to say eyes. Uh, pick a time of day, early morning, lunchtime, late afternoon, evening, late at night. Late at night. Early morning. You're a psycho. I love being up early. Uh, pick a liminal space, an empty airport, a supermarket late at night, a motel, middle of the forest, abandoned playground, or an endless field. Airport. Oh, yeah, I want to do that one, too. But I think I'm going to do, um, dude, who, who's in the middle of the forest? That's not a liminal space. That's just scary as shit. Yeah, that's just, why are you out there? I'm going to do the airport as well. What is an endless field? A field that has no visible end. Thanks. Like um, like the Great <laughs> like Plains. football field? <laughs> like a 2,000-yard football field? Yeah, you're just alone out there? <laughs> it's impossible to score. Um, pick a fruit, peach, strawberry, cherry, apple, banana, lemon. I think cherries are disgusting. Really? Yeah. I'm going to choose a strawberry. Oh, actually apple, but I'm allergic to them. You bought apples. They're sitting on our counter. Yeah. my. I mean, I can enjoy them for like a couple of minutes before my tongue and mouth go numb. <laughs> but it's not enough where I need an EpiPen. I'm picking lemon. I love a lemon square. If you had a chance to start over again, would you take it? No. Yes, no, no. God, I couldn't relive that shit. Tell me something if you want. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me something if you want. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> next. <laughs> I'm just gonna do next. I'm oh, gonna you do Yeah. You have to? Oh no, you can do next. So my core is pirate core. Let's go! Gay, you're gay. <laughs> Your personal motto is be gay, do crime. <laughs> And you're always, always ready to eat the rich. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> Just gay. You're gay. Um, you, you are gay. You are gay. <laughs> you dream of finding a lover that you can homoerotically sword fight with. Let's go. Hell yeah. You and, do like a little danger. Yeah. Um, and with whom you'll overthrow the government later that day. Until you find your equally chaotic soulmate, you'll do as much mayhem as possible on your own. But you got that from my favorite fruit? Yeah, it's pretty accurate piss goblin core 
You're just a little, little creature. You cannot change this. You probably have lots of trinkets and little objects that you like to fill your room with. You do. <laughs> you do. You are a goblin. And most of the time, you find them in very odd places. Your dream is to disappear into the woods and become a chaotic entity that lives in it, possibly with the help of a rodent companion, a dog. Oh my god. This is scary accurate. I like how mine is just gay. You're gay, <laughs> and then yours is like you have a lot of trinkets. I do. Holy I shit. Hoard. I'm pirate core. What the fuck? I want a different one. I think this is pretty astute, though. Yours is cool. Yours is you. That sounds like you, though. If I if I was a goblin, I would be topless and wear a little loincloth. Yeah. And just run around. I think Broski Nation would be like little rats that follow you around the forest. Broski Nation would be little the little fairies that talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the goblin king. <laughs> um, That's crazy. That was really, really accurate. <laughs> um, wait, so... E-Boy was defined by Lord Finesse on November 19, 2016 as often seeking the attention of E-Girls they um, they born and raised on Twitter where they gain exponential amounts of attention from E-Girls and still complain about being lonely <coughs> only to get with E-Girls and get nudes. Often good looking and a fuckboy but only online. Yeah, it's an online fuckboy. It really is. Just because you paint your nails doesn't mean you're a feminist. Doesn't mean that you believe women should have rights. <laughs> um, the terms e-girl and e-boy are derived from electronic boy and electronic girl um, due to their association with the internet. E-girl was first used in the late 2000s as an objectifying pejorative against women perceived to be seeking out uh, male attention online. According to an article by Business Insider, the latest examples of e-girls were found on Tumblr, with Vice Media stating the subculture evolved out of the earlier emo and scene cultures. Yeah. I mean, did you see a lot of e-girls on Tumblr? You know, no. What I saw, the side of Tumblr I was on, was soft grunge. Yeah. It was smoking, a, you're 17 years old, smoking a cigarette in a sewage ditch. Yeah. Like doing your mom's pills that you stole from her bathroom and smoking weed. Taking like, so much Tylenol. <laughs> taking so much melatonin. <laughs> Dude, I always, like, saw, like, in TV shows where, like, people go in their parents' medicine cabinets and get, like, fun things. M the most my mom had is, like, Tylenol that was, like, extra strength. Really? Yeah, there was no, like, Klonopin or something like that. Oh, my dad just had, like, skin cream. <laughs> <laughs> Rash cream. <laughs> you're like, if everyone's like doing like Xanax and you're getting rid of contact dermatitis. Yeah, I'm giving myself contact <laughs> dermatitis. Um, so Vox writer Rebecca Jennings instead referred to the Tumblr aesthetic as a precursor of the subculture as it lacked the cutesy aspect that would come yeah. to define e-girl hair and makeup. Yeah, it was soft grunge mixed with um, kind of a schoolgirl aesthetic. Like yeah. very much uh, high socks, like knee socks. Mm -hmm. um, short little schoolgirl skirts. It was very British. Yeah. Um, I, I think it had to do, it had everything to do with the rise of that sort of music of British grunge alt rock. Yeah. Of Arctic Monkeys, 1975. Even things like The Neighborhood in uh -huh. America where it was just like, I wear too much eyeliner and smoke. Yeah. It's like, I wanted to be that so bad. Yeah. I've always had such a fascination with this because it is so, for whatever reason, like does it scratch the itch that's like the macabre uh -huh. we're attracted to the darkness in people yeah i think that's what it is it's like you're broken i want to know more about you yeah fix you. well they're like mysterious you know like every every girl kind of wants like someone to like wonder about them or right. like try to figure them out because it yeah. shows like a genuine interest right so like if that's the style that would like provoke that in others yeah i'd, I'd wear that sure yeah yeah it's a great and it's a great mix of 
the daintiness mm -hmm. of being feminine with yeah <laughs> that's me yes <laughs> every day pretty good face spectrum yeah <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, the rinse do. <laughs> uh, Ruby Berry of Heat World traces the origins of e-girl fashion to 2000s Japanese street fashion, including anime, kawaii, and Lolita mm -hmm. fashion styles. Mm -hmm. uh, Kayla Marcy of Edited described it as an evolution of emo seen in mall goth fashion that was heavily influenced by Asian fashion styles such as anime, cosplay, and K-pop. ID referred to Avril Lavigne as the original e-girl mm. due to her polished take on alternative fashion, contrast to mainstream norms of the time, and affinity for Japanese kawaii culture. Interesting. I didn't know that that was Avril Lavigne. I would. I don't think. I've never. I didn't think that she was influenced by kawaii culture that much. Let's look up. What original? does Avril Lavigne look like? And then we Who circle. Is <laughs> Avril Lavigne? We circle back to the conspiracy theories episode. Like, isn't there like a conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne like was replaced or something? Yeah, she died. What is Avril Lavigne? <laughs> Sorry, Avril Lavigne. Um. Uh, yeah, honestly, Slay. She definitely was, dude. I don't. All I remember look. is the music videos. Yeah, she was. God, she's so slay. Mm-hmm. Pink hair. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking that she would be, like, skate. Um, the skate one. Well, that's definitely a side of alt. She's uh, skate punk. That I would associate that with her. Like, look. She sings an offstage. You do a meet and greet. She's, I, I, I fucking <laughs> rip all. I rip all. <laughs> well, I mean, like, she did. Like, she looked like a skater. Oh, she was a skater boy. That's why I was thinking that. Maybe you're projecting. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay, so ID referred to Avril Lavigne as the, yeah. Um, additionally, fictional characters such as Romano, Romano Flowers. I know that's from fucking Charlie. Or, like, Pilgrim Saves the World or something like that. Scott Pilgrim and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Harley Quinn and Sailor Moon were influential on the development of the subculture. Uh, by the late 2010s, e-boys had split from this original all-femme culture, embracing elements of emo, mall goth, and scene culture. The popularity and eventual death of emo rapper Lil Peep also influenced the beginnings of a subculture. Yeah. And then, yeah, and the New York Post describing him as the pat patron musical saint of E-Land. Not E-Land. E Buy your tickets to E-Land. Mall goth. What is a mall goth? Let's fucking go, dude. Yes. The, they're like the, you know, like how old people like walk around the mall to get like their steps in? Yeah. It's just goths who are trying to get their steps in at the mall. Yeah. Mall goth outfit bundle. <laughs> Wait, no, I love that. This Wait. has a lot of overlap with your fashion. I like mall goth. Ooh, I like the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like mall goth, if I was going to be any type of goth, it would be mall goth. They look cool Little as mall fuck. rat. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, E-boys are also make use of soft boy aesthetics by presenting themselves as sensitive and vulnerable. Me as fuck. Don't call me names. Yeah, this is what you were talking about, like how they present themselves as sensitive and vulnerable, but are they really? <laughs> you yeah, know? Stanley added some commentary here. He said, um, me as fuck. The world is so fucked up, though. But do it jiggle? Mm-hmm. It's that. It's like, yeah. I'm, women should have, like, I'm so sorry you have your period, babe. Yeah. Can you send me a pic? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so sexy. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, don't kill yourself. You're too sexy. Mm -hmm. um, according to the Brown Daily Herald, this is due to transformation of ideal male attractiveness from being traditionally masculine to embracing introvertedness, shyness, emotional vul vulnerability, and androgyny. <laughs> Stanley said, yeah, bro, try not being a pussy. <laughs> 
damn, mm-hmm. that's not funny. Yeah. I can just imagine him typing that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here now we're getting into mainstream popularity of the E-Boy and E-Girl. Subculture began relatively around 2018, um, coinciding with TikTok, of course. According to an article in ID, the subculture's emergence on the app challenged the polished and edited photos of influencers and visco girls common on Instagram due to TikTok lacking the features to do so. An article by CNN stated that if visco girls are the sunshine basking hippies of 2020, e-girls are the opposite. So mm. true. Yeah. E-girls are the beatniks. We <laughs> <laughs> know beatniks and hippies are the same thing. No. Yeah, they are. They're different. Beat, beatnik. Artistic self-expression rejected the beatnik. Yeah. Well, no, sorry. Beatniks are like those. Fuck. I'm thinking about like you know the extremely goofy movie where yeah, like that yeah, girl with like the the fucking like French beret, like yeah. that sort of thing. She was a beatnik. Sorry, beatniks and hippies are not the same. Sorry. I'm hippies were the romanticized mass media fueled movement of the late '60s. Larger in size, but stripped of much of its intellectual counterculture firepower. Hmm. The Beat Generation, or Beatniks, as they were coined, were the intellectual genesis of the mid-50s to early 60s counterculture. Main difference between a beatnik and a hippie. Hippie denotes a person inspired by the hippie generation. (laughs) Beatnik is for the beat poets. Thanks, guys. You have to know poetry to be a beatnik. (laughs) Yeah, they were they weren't the same. They were they existed at the same time though. Okay. Um so an article by CNN stated that if Visco yeah, um Mel magazine attributed the subculture's popularity to the increased interest of K-pop groups like BTX, EXO and GOT7 in the western mainstream due to the two similar style of dress and hair. A trend soon began on TikTok and other social media platforms where people would upload videos transforming into an e-girl or e-boy. According to Vox Media, this is how the culture entered the mainstream lexicon. Interesting. Brittany, you have contributed to the mainstream lexicon. You guys are welcome. Yep. In the summer of 2019, Belle Delphine emerged. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Online presen- uh, prominence helped bring uh, attention to the e-girl subculture. A business insider described Delphine as a symbol of the first wave of e-girl. And I would like to pull up a picture of Belle Delphine. Belle Delphine is like this, I believe a sex worker, right? I think so. Yes. And I think she sold her bathwater. Like people bought yep. her bathwater. Oh, yeah, Which yeah. Which is so smart. I should have s- s- sold my shower water. People were pissed about that, but honestly, if some if people are going to buy it, then sell it, you know? Like, yeah. people, you can sell your toenails, your underwear, your pee. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually opening up our own online store yes, after this yeah. episode. <laughs> our merch is just gallons of piss. Discarded fingernails. Yeah. Belle Delphine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiki. I want to know what else has she done other than sell her bath water. Well, she's probably like a streamer, right? Yeah. She's a South African-born English internet Please celebrity. Don't scroll past this. Scroll. <laughs> Sex worker, model, and YouTuber. Her social media accounts feature erotic and cosplay modeling, sometimes blending the two together. Delphine's online persona began in 2018 through her cosplay modeling on Instagram. Her posts on the platform were often influenced by popular memes and trends. Is she older than me? Can you scroll down for a second? <gasps> We've got a winner. Her what? Instagram account was deleted due to community guideline violations. Woo! Go, Belle. Oh, wait. Well, how old is she? This is going to. 22. What? 99. Oh, my God. Can you believe? Dude. 
Oh, so she was barely legal when she was doing all that, too. October 23rd, 1999. Holy shit, devout Christian household. There Let's go. go. That'll do it. Holy shit. But yeah, we so. We need a sound effect for when people violate community guidelines. Yeah, like a buzzer. Yeah. Or a fart. Um, so she's basically like the, she started this, like it was the main person. She didn't start it. The subculture continued to grow in prominence through 2020 with Vogue publishing an article featuring Doja Cat discussing e-girl makeup. That's right. Yeah. And e-girl style be, uh, being in the top 10 trending fashion terms on Google in the year. I've seen that video so many times. Really? Her with that pink hair. Did she describe herself as an e-girl? No, just e-girl makeup. Oh, okay. Where she's describing like, you want to look a little sick. Yeah. And, like put blush on your nose and it's like highlighter heavy and it's very just cute. Yeah. And that like, I love Doja because she embodies so many different aesthetics at once yeah. like one day it really is that like power of makeup sort of thing where you wake up and you want to be something that day and you use makeup to help achieve that goal yeah i love that and yeah she, she does it so well she's definitely like a star like through and through like from yeah. dancing singing it seems like a lot of like female like singers have to like transform themselves and she's always seems to be like ahead of it yeah and like on the mark you know why because she's a fucking internet kid yeah she understands how the internet works and how emerging trends work and how to be on it like mm -hmm. versus people like this i mean bad example but like selena gomez is of the world where she's like i haven't been on social media in five years yeah you know, it's like you're missing out mm -hmm. she's probably so happy and healthy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is, yeah. but she's missing out yeah it's true <laughs> um additionally uh, a number of mainstream mainstream celebrities began to adopt the Bleach stripes, hairstyle associated with e-girls. Oh, yeah, I did this, um, where I bleached, like, the fr the front part of my hair yeah. the money piece. Bring that back. That was so pretty. It was, but it, like, kind of, like, fried my bangs. So I had to just, like... Well, was, we did do it during the pandemic. Yeah, it was very thin. But Kylie Jenner did it, and then Dua Lipa did it. In July, high fashion designer um, Heidi Slimane released a preview of a collection called The Dancing Kid for Celine, influenced by the fashion of e-boys. I am looking this up. So there's just a bunch of... Um, news about e-boys and e-girls but there's also corpse husband which we did talk about um in yeah. the past um his song e-girls are ruining my life which was released in september gained Great large song. yeah so he corpse is known for his like very deep voice and he's like what's crazy is that he's considered i think an e-boy but i've no one's actually ever seen him he just has a very sexy voice yeah you know what i mean oh yeah so this we're looking at celine's line influenced by e-boys and it's just a lot of mixed patterns. This um, is literally just like a back to school ad for yeah. poles. Ripped leggings, uh, two-tone jeans. Oh yeah, the fucking earrings are a big part of it too. I associate two-tone hair and pants with e-girls and e-boys. Yeah. So like if one half of your head is like brown and the other half is blonde, I always kind of like e-girl, e-boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the dangle earrings for me. Yeah. I used, the guys. I used to do that all the time, just one dangly earring. I thought it was so cute. It's very um, Vegas magician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Chris Angel do it, and everyone's like, oh, you're an e-girl. And I'm like, what? You're like, no, he's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Angel is an e-boy. <laughs> the original. Dude, magicians have got to be part of, like, gothic counterculture. <laughs> magicians are alt. They are. <laughs> yes, they are. They're summoning dark magic <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in Las Vegas for money. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so then a bunch of uh, fashion designers came out with different collections inspired by e-boy fashion. And then both InStyle and Paper Magazine credited e-boys and e-girls as important in the rise of popularity and resurgence of pop punk in the 2020s. Which is another topic we should do. Pop punk? Yeah. Just yeah. like how Travis Barker's back, fucking MGK's whole career. Yeah, MGK and Megan Fox broke up. I know. We're free! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Holy fuck! You're like a genie that just flies into the air. <laughs> 10,000 <laughs> years of such a crick in your neck. But also, yeah, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson broke up. Yeah. I think that was a PR stunt. Okay. Wait, Kim- no. It says they're still together despite breakup stories. <gasps> MGK and Megan Fox. <laughs> no! God. What is with them? They've done so many like blood oath sacrifice yeah. bonding rituals together. They're not in love anymore. They're bound by magic. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fucking terrible tragedy is going to break out when they break up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the online spread of E-Girl. The E-Girl Factory is a series on TikTok. It's parody videos in which users typically captured in a makeshift factory and become transformed into a stereotypical E-Girl. Uh, performed in sync with a clip from a bass-boosted remix of the song Me, Me, Me by Japanese DJ and producer Teddy Lloyd. What is this? I've never heard of the E-Girl Factory. But we're watching one ra- one now, and this girl just... No! No! <laughs> it's just a lot. Yeah. Not doing it to Peppa Pig. I think my least favorite dance move that I see online is when girls put their hands together that and one, then yeah. shake their hips like back and forth. How about when the men do it in skirts? <laughs> it, it it sends like such like a like a repulse like I'm so repulsed by it. Yeah, it's awful. I don't know what it is about it that <laughs> seems so like upsetting. It's juvenile. Yeah. It's like but even, like, kids wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because it's overtly sexy. Yeah. In a kid-like way. Yeah. That's what, it's fucking disturbing. Exactly. Um, there's also, I'm an e-girl who plays video games. It's a uh, copy pasta, which spawned on Twitter after a user attempted to make a point about girls who claim to be gamers but only played so-called casual games like Pokemon and Animal Crossing. I think that's valid. I think you are a gamer if you, you only play, like, Pokemon or Animal Crossing. Because it is a video yeah, game. you're still a gamer just because you're not... Oh, that was the cum face! Oh, God, I hate... It. So we're still watching some of this, but a lot of the e-girl aesthetic is making, like, a face looking like you're about to come. Wild. I've never stuck out my tongue when I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> your eyes cross. No, yeah, they cross their eyes, they look up, and they stick out their tongue. You make a Yoshi noise. Uh. But I've never done that. I don't even know anyone who would do that. Whatever. It's it's one of these things where it's like, we don't live in a fucking anime. Yeah. I don't give a shit how much anime you watch. You are not the main character in an anime, and you don't look like a cartoon. Exactly. Um... But then the copy pasta spread as people added their own humorous pictures along with the text. I think you're a gamer if you play fucking... Webkins. Yeah, you are. Well, a video game is not just violent. It's a video yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also this weird culture of... Like, to be a real gamer, mm-hmm. you have to be a streamer. Yeah. Like, what? I think men... Anytime a girl gets interested in, like, something that traditionally is associated with men, men just do everything in their fucking power to discredit them. Yeah, they gatekeep, but at the same time, on dating apps, that's what men want. 
Yeah. A girl that can play video games, girl that can like what he likes. Yeah. But when girls like what they like and are better at it than they are, yeah. that's where the problem comes in. Yeah. It's like a slap in the face. Yes. A yank to the dick. It, and not in a good th- way. <laughs> <laughs> a reverse yank to the dick. Shove it in them. <laughs> uh, so there's the TikTok e-boy. It's a series of TikTok parody videos in which users either transform themselves into an e-boy or display themselves as one. Uh, many use Canadian singer-songwriter Mac DeMarco's Chamber of Reflection as a backing track. Again, that's also someone I never got into. Everyone fucking loves Mac DeMarco. I like Mac DeMarco, but he definitely like showed his penis to some girls. I have no idea what he's made. You would recognize his songs. They're all over TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Stanley, for putting these broken fucking links in the research. Love when you do that. Mac DeMarco. Um, similar artists. I'm going to look up similar artists to Mac DeMarco because I feel like... It's like Steve Lacey, like still woozy. Uh, Mitski. <coughs> Mac Miller. I love Mac Miller. Um, Tyler, the creator. I think make... they're related. They <laughs> are, yes. My first name. <laughs> Tame Impala. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I like Tame Impala, but only like a couple songs. Love Tame Impala. I'm too afraid to get into Tame Impala because I can't deal once more with their audience. Like, if I say I like Tame Impala, Tame Impala fans are going to be like, you know, it's only one guy. <laughs> and, and I'll be like, I I don't, ca- I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Um, uh, when I found out The weekend was only one guy uh-huh. a couple years ago, I was raked over the coals. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to think about something I didn't know. Uh, you know a lot of stuff. I know, I do know, but like What's I. What's a crazy fact you know? Um, uh, I, about a musician? No, about anything. A crazy fact. What's a crazy fact that you know? Because now I'm just like reeling. Um, pilots. Yeah, you got one. Go for it. The uh, uh, three animals with the highest percentage of lesbians are snails. Uh, sea otters and flamingos. Flamingos. Sea otters are a little gay. Seventy-eight percent of flamingos are lesbians. How do they reproduce? With boys, but if they but they choose to be with girls Slay. and stand on one leg. Yeah. Oh, that's how you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at you all perched like a fucking gay person. Yes. Wait, what's your what's your fact? Um, that pilots say if swimmers on the beach only knew how close sharks were to the shorefront, they would never go swimming again. Okay. Because think about it, they have the aerial view all the time where yeah. it's like, here's swimmers, here's a shark probably 50 feet away. Uh-huh. And you would just never know. Dude, I, the idea of like being attacked by a shark, I feel like would be like my worst nightmare. That and being shot in a drive-thru. Like, it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those situations you can't escape and it's like so fucking terrifying. <laughs> I just farted. There's this like enclosed, like there's this Taco Bell with like an enclosed drive-thru where I, I think about it all the time. Like, if you shot me, I wouldn't be able to back up or go forward. <laughs> That's what you're worried about is being a part of a traffic congestion. <laughs> but, well, now how's the guy going to get his food by? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, but also like getting attacked by a shark would be so fucking scary. Oh, it would just be such a visceral pain. Yeah, and I'd be like, I'd honestly like put like my head in, so I just like die faster. <laughs> get the neck. Get the yeah. neck just cut it off. You rip my leg off, and I'm like, fuck. This is just so like horrible. Oh. Do you ever like worry about like inconveniencing people with your death? Um, I do think about that sometimes of who's gonna find me. Yeah, that's why I hope it's in a nursing home or something where they're just like, get the stretcher, yes. fucking wheel me to the cremation center. <laughs> yeah, but like if it's some unnatural, scary death, 
Yeah. Yeah. I always think about <laughs> one of the first episodes when you said you found somebody in a suitcase. Oh. I found you some- didn't find. What's that story of like, there was a suitcase on the under a bridge and someone was like what is this and there was a human body in it oh there was like um so ge- like geo what's that called geo, geo- yeah geocaching yeah so i'm so i think someone was geocaching and they found this like fucking suitcase and there was a dead body in it jesus christ that scares me but i also do like i'm scared of like um getting killed and put in a suitcase and then like someone who's on their morning run is like you know sees the suitcase Scaring and like they someone. find me yeah yeah i don't want to like seriously disturb the person who finds me you know you know what the good thing is though you won't be alive to feel the shame <laughs> that is true. So I wouldn't even worry about it if I were you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you, you come back from the dead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry for your PTSD. Please don't I, let this like ruin your life. Yes. Move on from this. I've never heard a lot of these um of these artists like Walter TV. Um, I know Claro, and then I dress. Um, Idris Elba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, the War on Drugs, the stro- I know the Strokes, and yeah. the Arctic Monkeys, like you said. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad. I feel like I should know these people, but I never had an e-girl or e-boy phase. Like, I've never really been alt. Or I've never really, I, I don't really, like, listen to this type of music. Do you think that being gay inherently places you in the alt community? Um, it's alternative. I mean, yeah, I kind of was, like, the straight versus alt TikTok was kind of annoying because yeah. the opposite of straight is not alternative. It's gay. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people who weren't gay just wanted to be included. Yeah. Um, but alt, yeah, I think it is, it's again, it's going against the popular culture. So I would consider being gay like a type of counterculture. Yeah. But it's just, you know, gay. Yeah. And there's so many different layers to that too. But I do inherently being gay. Yeah. Places you in a, I should be wearing more eyeliner. That's really what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is where's your blush today? <laughs> Seems like you forgot it. Wait, no, really? Because I I pack I'm on the joking. blush. Okay, yeah, no, because blush. Is, I did. I found out that blush is the first type. First of, to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I would always get home from like a party and be like, why are my cheeks not as rosy? Why am I pale as the moon? <laughs> yeah. I look like I just saw someone dead in a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> where's my blush? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so Dazed described the aesthetic of e-girl and e-boy as a little bit bondage, a little bit baby. <laughs> I would say that's pretty fucking accurate. That's really fucking foul to it's think about, though. gross. It's crazy how, um, I don't know, people, adult. I mean, I know you're adults, but, like, to pretend to be a kid. Yeah. It, the, you, something must go off in your brain, and then also it, something must go off when you realize that people are attracted to that. Definitely. Yeah, baby core is a whole one on here that we passed by. Mm-hmm. Baby core. Can you click on it? Yeah. Baby core is described as gentle, pastel, or cute, childlike innocence. This aesthetic leans uh, towards softer, more kawaii elements and is distinguished from kid core through its usage of lighter colors and visuals typically reserved for babies and toddlers. Like what, dude? I understand frilly pastel. Um, I, honestly, you could dress like a baby. I think when it com- when it starts to involve like, no, this is like yeah, this is frilly. Just baby soaps, baby powder, lotion, sippy cups, bottles, beads, stickers. I think this is just age regressing. It is, but like in a sec, all of these are so overtly sexual. It is so clearly a fetish, kid core. <clears throat> this is more like the um, 
you know those beaded necklaces yeah. that, that we used to make? They came back and it's like a fashion statement now. Yeah. People buy them for like $150. Did you ever do like silly bands? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they were they just like collectible or like did they mean anything sexual for you? No, it was never anything sexual. It was I was never anything sexual for me, but I keep hearing that people use like silly bands for like different like sex things and I never like a I, cock ring? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like you, you got like a certain band when you did something, but I literally just no. wore them, so I was like scared to like walk around and people think I'm like a slut now i don't really care but so like wild your i heart boobies bracelet yeah. and silly <gasps> band i heart boobies bracelets you i remember those that. yeah you need that as a choker i love that that's so iconic that would be so fucking fun wait what are the other um like 2000s remember uh, those uh baseball necklaces the guys used to wear i know puka shell necklaces puka shell necklaces were those one. came back too for a little uh, bit i had um like a like a tweed necklace with like a little uh glass like mushroom on it Slay. I did, I barely smoked weed in high school. Your fairy core trip core. Yeah. Uh, I do LSD in the woods alone core. I <laughs> I would never though, but um, yeah. I uh, a big part of that whole like that memory for me is the scents mm-hmm. like Victoria's Secret perfumes, Bath and Body Works perfumes. Yeah. Like that was that's really what I remember the most because mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved all of it of like dousing myself in that shit. And yeah. Reeking of body odor and Victoria's Secret. There was yeah. Something so empowering. <laughs> I know. I love the um the. I love the Victoria's Secret, like those yoga pants that had like the letter, like the words on the back, yeah. like love or it was like rainbow. I, well, that reflects today with your juicy stuff. Dude, I wanted juicy couture tracksuits so bad when I was younger, but they were so expensive, like yeah. what my parents would consider expensive. So right. now that I have the money, I just love buying tracksuits. It's your whole wardrobe. It's just, Which yeah. color today? <laughs> no, really, honestly, it's cute. That's me in sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. I fucking love sweatshirts. Your parents didn't buy you sweatshirts. Oh, I was freezing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was soft, grunge, and cold. Holy <laughs> yes. shivering. Oh, wait, they also talk about, uh, in particular, some e-girls wear mesh shirts, plaid skirts, oversized t-shirts, crop tops, platform shoes, chokers. E-boys wear oversized sweaters, monochrome clothes, band merchandise layered over long uh, sleeve striped shirts. I feel like that was also super popular, like when you doubled up shirts. Yeah, very 2000s, 90s. This all is very Billie Eilish to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like for a lot of people, she represents that, like, Halt. Yeah. Especially with the lime green roots mm-hmm. and the baggy clothes and the whole aesthetics of like when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Like that whole album was so just dark and like, bleh. yeah. Like that for a lot of people is like, these fucking kids. <laughs> but at the same time, she represents. Yeah. She's like the spokesperson for a lot of people at that time before she blew up into the international global pop superstar she is. Yeah. It was like, this weird niche subculture of like I want to die. It was like depression core. Yeah, she really, really hit the nail on the head <laughs> yes. for a lot of people. That is so crazy. Like I know, um, I've been saying I want to kill myself forever, but like I feel like Gen Z, like really, like that is like I'm gonna kill myself is like their is like the phrase that they like live by. It's their gag me with a spoon. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Like I mean, it Gen Z is all about like I don't care if you're what's that meme? I don't care if you're gay, bl- straight, black, <laughs> trans, or something. I am going to kill myself. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> 
so but it, stupid. I kind of want to know what like Gen Alphas is going to be. I feel like Gen Alphas is going to be like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, because. Or Cocomelon. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Wait, no, I'm thinking about like, so it's like millennials, like we're told like not to say like, I'm going to kill myself because it's like, oh, you know, like some people hey, have. Yeah. yeah. But then Gen Z took that back. They're like, I'm going to kill myself. I think Gen Alpha genuinely is going to be, I'm going to kill you because you're not supposed to say that on the internet. <laughs> I think, like, I think Gen Alpha's thing is going to be, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yes. They just seem so violent. Like, tell me they don't seem violent. Well, they've seen so much, and they're only 10. Yeah, and they've, like, exclusively, like, online. God, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Alpha's, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and then Gen Z is going to be like, not if I do it myself. <laughs> Beat you to it. Yes. They also have, like, chain necklaces, wallet chains. I love wallet chains. They're actually very functional. Okay. I never had, never had one, but I you feel were like denied that experience. <laughs> if I'm playing double dutch in my chain wallet, caught my wallet, you know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, dangle earrings. Yes. Do you want to talk about e boys often wear, or like, do you want to talk about the music associated? Yeah, I want to talk about the what's usually coupled with the fashion aesthetic is the music, and a lot of it is. I mean, just speaking from. Because I've been adjacent to all of these communities. I'm, yeah. never, I'm never fully in one mm-hmm. aesthetic. You know what I mean? I like to, there's a fun in swapping between and taking elements of each. And, you mm-hmm. know, who, who that makes up you as a person. I love um, grunge, or no, no, what's it called? Hyperpop. Yeah. I love hyperpop yeah. and glitchcore and all that. A lot of that. I don't want to speak out of my ass, yeah. but it, I don't know if it came from TikTok but it definitely came from the underbelly of the internet, yeah. along with all of this E whatever, da da da. It's just basically EDM and dubstep for this generation. Yeah. And I love it. And it's coupled with this aesthetic. But like 100 Gex, mm-hmm. fucking, even Kim Petrus is into like glitchcore now. So and then, hyperpop. That's actually, um, so there's a, lo- a lot of trans women, like you said, like 100 Gex. Sophie? Um, yeah, Sophie. Yeah. Like that's um, yeah. They would contribute to, like a lot to hyperpop. Mm-hmm. That's what I was just trying to say. Yeah, it's because the trans community is always on the brink of s- cultural and social change. They're yeah. always ahead of it, mm-hmm. and they're they're culture definers. Yeah. So I think that that it, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, it's great. Um, e boys and e girls are associated with sad boy music, <clears throat> a broadly defined grouping of musicians who similarly write music influenced by sadness and mental illness that often overlaps with emo rap. Things like Suicide Boys. I was thinking Linkin Park. (laughs) 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 Well, fuck, what's that guy in Linkin Park who rapped? Linkin Park rapper. Yes, Linkin Park. Fort Minor, dude, do you remember that? No. Fort Minor, 10% luck, 20% skill. Wait, did that song? You don't what's know the, that. What's the rest of it? Finish it. Oh no, I can't because it's a rap. Um, oh, oh, geez. Remember the. I, okay, guys. Um, for those of you who want to know what it's all about, it's like this. This is ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, fifteen percent concentrated power of will, five percent pleasure, fifty percent pain. The, uh, and a hundred percent reason to remember the name. You don't know this song. I know this. Fort Minor? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. This was like the biggest song in like fucking like 2006. 1981? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 2006 when you were three years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little tiny baby. Okay. Re- that is actually, that's what I think of when I think of sad boy like rap. Like rock rap. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. It, that whole era of, um, you know, the like Nickelback, Daughtry, yeah. where all of them had the same album art. Yeah. Where it was just dudes like standing in a loading dock of a Walmart, like. In <laughs> 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 jeans and frosted tips. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, I'm look up emo rappers. Well, I think a lot of that now is it's people like Savage Gasp and uh, Corpse Husband. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is like sad boy music. Yeah. Lil Toe. He's <laughs> 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 a real rapper, by the way. Um, the term has been criticized by artists <coughs> such as James Blake due to its portrayal of mental illness, which he considers unhealthy and problematic. Fair. It does glorify it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Glorifies self-harm and mental illness and depression and... It's once again, though, commodifying it. Mm-hmm. It's like this is something that a lot of people really, really suffer from. And yeah. it's like, how do we fucking make this a smash hit? Yeah. Wild. Yeah. It's like how people feel weird, like when influencers sell any sort of merch that alludes to mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. fuck, like. CNMA. Yeah. Or like uh, anything with anxiety or depression. And then people are like, hey, now you're profiting off of mental illness. Yes. Yeah. Who was Meech? Meech? I don't know. It was, was that him? What fuck. It was like, you're going to be... What was it? it was something like, make sure your friends are okay. That's another one. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter, whatever his name is, made that one. Not Meech on Mars. Or was that him? I think it was him. He made those hoodies that had to do with self-harm, depression, awareness, and yeah. <laughs> like did not ship them out. I think he also like said that he the hoodies can like cover like self-harm scars. Oh. What are we doing, dude? Inclu- we lost the plot. <laughs> it's just so. Um, CNMA May selling merch that says, "Did you eat today? Have you eaten today? Have you eaten today? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I binge ate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, CNMA. Have you binge ate today? Have you binged today? It's <laughs> <laughs> awful. All right, guys. I think we pretty much covered it without touching on specific people because we could have talked about Lil Huddy and yeah. people like that. But I like to keep it pretty vague we did talk about belle delphian i think uh, it's just like it was a popular style and um you know a lot of the subcultures were like this is kind of annoying um because a lot of the people who participated in the style for like the trendiness aspect of it didn't yeah. actually subscribe to like alternative beliefs right and that's a large part of like why people didn't like it as right. for dressing like that that's I I don't think there's any sort of issue with yeah, that i don't think there's any malice in it i think trends come and go and the, the people who belong to the community that, like, those fashion trends are being stolen from. Yeah. I definitely understand the frustration there. But at the same time, it's cool now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's if, if what you've been doing for forever is cool now, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Like, that should be a compliment. I think there's also, like, just, like, a little bit of branching off, like, grunge and, like, sort of, like, and also going into thrifting. People like, you know, Mm. these sort of things were about like, you know, anti-capitalism and like saving money. And now that like all these like these styles are like, you know, it's $80 for a shirt for like a ripped T-shirt. And it's like you've lost the plot. We've lost the plot. Yeah. And so that's also I feel like a reason to be upset. I think e-girl and e-boy. Also, the fact that like it's kind of like sexualizing children, children and a little bit like in a little. Yeah, a little bit. Juvenile mannerisms. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Just so much of it is. Capitalism ruins everything. That's really, that is really the premise of this whole podcast. Yes. (laughs) Is that internet trends are fun and cool and they make memories and they define identities and then capitalism swoops in and commodifies it and sells it and ruins it. Yeah. So. 
But other than that, I can't wait to explore my... What was that? You were Goblin Pir- Core. and I was Pirate Core. Pirate Core. I do, like... I would love to dress like a pirate. You I, should be, um... I dress like Keira Knightley. <laughs> I fall off our balcony and you... We got one of my favorite movies. You should be sexy gay pirate for Halloween. Well, I was a pirate last Halloween. No, you were... I was. Oh, no, I was a French whore. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'm gonna look at Pirate Core. I feel like pirate core and steampunk are very closely related. Like when I think about people, the type of people to do steampunk, they're definitely the type of people to dress like pirates. You know? Uh, no, I think there's similarities, but steampunk has to do with the industrial revolution and like the mechanical age mixed with like the aesthetics of the 1700s. Yeah. I don't think that has, because it's not so much about like stealing and looting and. Yeah. I think some of the aesthetics are sure similar. I think like, so maybe it's probably, I'm thinking like vampires and pirates. I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, if if you were to show me vampire core right next to pirate core, if you took away the pirate core hat, I don't think I could probably tell the difference. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, some of the uh, 1700s dress. Yeah, it seems like they're both paused in that same time zone. Like time, like if you're doing, what if you did vampire core, but it's twilight vampire core and you're just wearing like. Jeans. Jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt and body glitter. (laughs) <laughs> completely valid type of uh vampire yeah. core yeah <laughs> jeans and <laughs> you straighten your hair i'm twilight i'm bella from twilight red eye contacts on yeah. yes Slay. i need to go home and watch twilight mm-hmm. all right guys well this has been uh, violating community, community guidelines, guidelines and we've done it well today mm-hmm. make sure to like subscribe rate us five stars uh subscribe to us on youtube and then apple Podcasts. leave a review Spotify, we're going on tour. I feel like the tickets are going to be sold out by the time this video goes out. Yeah, you better go get them, though. Yeah, there's going to be, like, one show in Dallas you might be able to go to. Dallas sold out. Mm. Austin. Think again. Yeah, maybe. All right. We just added a whole second round of shows, so Mm -hmm. if those aren't sold out by then, then you're SOL, brother, and I'm sorry about that. Shit out of luck. That should be Sewell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shit out of... (laughs) Soul? Sewell. Oh, wait. Shit out of... Oh, oh. Oh, Sewell, yeah. Sewell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys are Sewell. All right. Love you guys. Goodbye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.